How much does a sleepover cost? $1,600. Wow. Hello and welcome to Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast. Our producer Amanda is not here filming with us today. I'm sad about it too. Hopefully I alone will be sufficient. You can let me know at the end of the show after you listen or watch on YouTube. Come on the video and let me know if I was sufficient or insufficient. Just kidding. Please don't leave a comment telling me that I'm insufficient. I've thought that my whole life and I don't need confirmation. Um, today we are getting on the phone with a sex worker who absolutely loves their job and told us they would be willing to answer any and every question. I am very much looking forward to it, so stay tuned. In the meantime, let's get into your written submissions. You've got mail. My secret is that I often use wasteful products and don't recycle. Maybe that doesn't sound bad, but I am a teacher and run a student environmental action group at the school I teach at. I literally teach kids not to do what I do, and I genuinely think what I'm doing is bad, but I can't stop. Where I live, it is also illegal not to recycle, so I am technically breaking the law doing this. The problem is, I am so messy and love buying stuff. Suddenly... There are ice cream containers, old bottles of expired hair products I'd never use, etc. everywhere. I throw it all in plastic bags and sneak out in the dead of the night so no one sees and dump it all in the landfill. I feel disgusting. But it's like I lose control of myself. The students in the environmental group would be outraged if they knew. You know what they say? Those who can't do, teach. <laughs> This is next level. I, it would be one thing to use plastic straws or buy more food than you use at the grocery store every week, but you're like a waste addict. You bring the junk to junkie. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening here, like psychologically what's going on. Maybe there's just probably more information that I need to draw the whole picture. So I'm just going to have to move on, toss this to the side, throw it out. <laughs> You're familiar with that. Um, sorry, I'm just bullying you. But do better. Practice what you preach, okay? Just kidding. I'd say a lot of shit on this podcast, and I'm sure I don't practice what I preach all the time. But um, I believe in you. Go recycle. Stop buying crap you don't need. You got that? LMFAO. I don't know why I'm exposing myself, but I killed my grandma. <laughs> I basically went over her house for dinner and I hid behind her bedroom door. When she came in, I screamed and she jumped out of her shoes and fell down on the floor immediately. I wasn't sure if she was okay or not because she wasn't moving. I remember I was panicking and crying. So I called my parents and said I didn't know what happened to her. They came over, called an ambulance and everything. And later that night, they told us that she had died from a heart attack. The news shocked my family. This happened when I was seven. Now I am 18. Till this day, no one knows that I am the secret murderer who ended poor grandma's life. Oh, well. Sorry, grandma. Love you. Hope you can forgive me from above. My favorite part of this secret is, oh, well. <laughs> Honestly, oh, well. You, I'm glad you're saying, oh, well, and you're not, like, toiling over it because it was an accident. It wasn't malicious, and I'm sure your grandma doesn't want you toiling over it either. 
This is actually somehow scarier to me than a premeditated intentional murder secret. I think because I would never intentionally murder someone, but I mean, this just goes, you could accidentally kill someone at any day. And that's really scary. So, and I'm, you know what? I'm glad that we're talking about this right before Halloween because this is a PSA. Jump scares. Don't do them. They're lethal. Did that work? Did I scare you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I jumped. <laughs> you did? Yes. <laughs> did anyone just die? Leave a comment down below. Let me know. I like to break into my neighbor's houses. Okay, it's not as bad as I make it sound. Only when I know no one is home and when it's empty, aka the house next door has been up for sale for a while. So I get curious, just hop the fence and look around. I don't take anything. Also, the only thing there is, the landlord or whoever's fixing it up stuff like a bottle bottle and a waddle bottle. What just happened? <laughs> like a water bottle and phone charger. I don't know why I've done this to both of my neighbors and think it's super funny. They just leave their door unlocked despite, yeah, no one lives there at the moment I was doing it. I like the thrill. I've trespassed and explored abandoned places and wish I could do it more. I have no reason. It's just a fun pastime when I'm bored and feeling dangerous, LMAO. I also love shoplifting. <laughs> Nothing big yet. Just stuff for my hobbies that is super overpriced for how shitty slash small they are. We have talked about this on the show before. People will submit a whole ass secret and then at the end just drop a fucking bomb. And there was a really good example of that. Um, I actually have no qualms with this secret. I mean, this the shoplifting part, I d don't steal. That's not good. But I don't really care about the breaking and entering. Sure, it's illegal. It's more or less fine, not that dangerous. I used to do it when I was a teen, and I would still do it now if I had the clit. Did you guys like that? <laughs> I'm test driving that expression. It really irks me when expressions are gendered. Like, I don't understand why balls have anything to do with courage, you know? And in this climate, I would say anything having to do with the vagina really should be the face of courage. Um, the tits for it? I don't know. Leave a comment down below and let me know which what what do you think? This is a writer's room. All ideas are welcome. Except bad ones. I like this secret. It makes me think of an idea actually. If you live in a dorm, dormitorium, is that the word? A dormitory or a Hold on, my brain is braining. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> or an apartment complex. This would be a really great ice-breaking game. Everybody unlocks their doors, and you just go inside, and you peruse, and you look through people's stuff. I feel like that would be a really fun way to get to know people. Uh, and then at the end, you could guess who's who. That would be fun. It's like um, MTV's Room Raiders, but platonic. Or not platonic, if you want to fondle your neighbors. I don't think it's a good idea, but you can. Um, I'm getting off topic let's move on <laughs> i need to get this guilt gone so like basically i study animal care at college and on my first day there i gave a lizard brain damage it wasn't exactly my fault though so we had to clean out the lizard and snakes and i took the leopard gecko because she was the only one i wasn't scared of because she was so sweet and when i put her in the box the lid was upside down on the floor and when i picked it up 
to put it on her box, the flappy thing that opens on the top fell off and hit her on the head. No one told me it was broken and it was a really small bit of plastic, small enough to fit a mouse through. But she acted fine, so I thought it was okay. But plot twist, a few months later, somebody asked the tutor why the leopard gecko kept shaking her head back and forth. And she was like, oh, she had some neurological thing. We don't know how it happened. And my heart dropped to my ass. And I turned to my friend and was like, oh, my God, I did that. So now I feel guilty every time I look at her and she doesn't eat properly anymore. And I get nervous shits every time I go to college in case somebody finds out and tells on me. It's been a year now and I don't actually know if the bonk from the lid did it or if she's just broken. Sounds like both. It sounds like she's broken because of the bonk. I don't logistically actually understand what happened, to be totally honest. But I'm just accepting that you you gave this lizard brain damage. <laughs> and I love this secret. I'm so sorry. I just, there's so many people losing sleep over stealing money, cheating. And you're like, I gave a lizard brain damage. <laughs> it's just so obscure. Also, I, I actually think part of the reason I like this secret is because I relate to it. Um, in, in all of its obscurity, I, I, I have a story to share in solidarity. Uh, when I am down bad, I like to go to pet stores and or bookstores. And so a few years ago, I went to a pet store, wasn't feeling great. Asked them to check out their rodent selection. I love rodents, specifically mice. And they only had mice in the back, like the mice that they were going to feed the snakes. So I made the worker bring me to the back, show me the mice. I was holding one in my hand dropped it four feet onto the ground and it started having a seizure. And uh, the person working there was like, yeah, you, you can definitely go now. <laughs> so I literally just like, I walked into a pet store for five seconds, gave a mouse a seizure and then left. And I still feel bad about it to this day. So you gave a lizard brain damage. I gave a mouse brain damage. I can't believe I have found something like some semblance of comfort in this really random story. And I hope my story made you feel better too. I'm with you. I am with you. That's all I have to say. RIP. One morning I was going to Starbucks and right as I was about to leave, I heard my dad wake up. I figured I'd let him know I was leaving. So I walked into his bedroom and he was standing in front of his bathroom mirror with his hand in his underwear and his other hand holding my mom's shoe up to his nose and deeply inhaling he noticed I walked into the room and he was like oh hey and I just said oh going to Starbucks and I left the room and I have been horrified ever since is it bad that the first thing I'm thinking is like at least it wasn't somebody else's shoe at least it wasn't your shoe like I think it's kind of sweet that your dad loves your mom so much or is still so into your mom that he is out here sniffing her shoes. That's really sweet. I can only hope for a partnership like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually, we get a lot of secrets about people being exposed to their parents' sex lives. And I gotta say the worst of the worst are the ones where the sex lives, I mean, obviously are just like a little bit out of the norm. You know what I mean? Like personally, I would much rather walk into my, I mean, I never want this to happen, but I would much rather, I'm not going to say much. I would rather wa watch my, walk in on my dad getting a blowjob. I can't, oh, I can't even say that. 
um, than sniffing my mom's shoe and touching himself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just more information that I, than I want to be privy to. Like, let's just keep it kosher. And dairy-free. What did you order at Starbucks? You didn't even need to order Starbucks that morning. That'll wake you up. Walk, walking in on your dad masturbating. And it's free. <laughs> not a bad idea. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not helping. <laughs> let's listen to the voicemails. I am a freshman in college and I have two roommates and they are very, very loud and they annoy me very much and watch a lot of YouTube videos late at night, like around 1am. One night they're watching horror videos, like scary videos on our TV in the living room and I was trying to sleep, but I could hear every single word of it. I have the control panel for all the electricity in my room and I decided that I was going to scare them a little bit because they thought I was asleep. So I turned off all the power to the living room for a couple of seconds, turned it back on, and ran back to my bed. And they didn't hear me do any of that. And they started freaking out. And they came to me and they asked me, they said, was that you? Was that you? And I said, no, no, no. And I lied. Me and my roommates have this word, and it's coconut. And basically, whenever we are telling the truth, we use that word, and you cannot ever lie with it. Anyways, I ended up using that word, and I told them I didn't do it. So they thought it was a ghost, and one of them cried and left the apartment, and I got my wonderful sleep, and now they think that our apartment is haunted. That was so fucking boring. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was so fucking boring. Um, sure. I mean, I guess it wasn't the best secret we've ever had, but it is the season. So you made the cut. Congrats, kid. I don't really care about you lying to your roommates about your place being haunted because I would do the same shit. First off, I hate scary stuff. And secondly, I'll do anything for a good night rest. Um, what really is interesting to me is that your no bullshit word is coconut. Why? Why is it coconut? I'm really, it may be because you have to break a coconut to get to the juicy truth of truth on the inside. Is that why? Or in cartoons, coconuts hit characters' heads. It's like a symbol for bonking the truth into your mind. I don't know. I'm, I actually think I'm looking too far, too deep into it. I'm probably looking too deep into it the same way your roommates think your place is haunted and it's they're looking too deep into it because it's simply not true um i've got i'm really sitting i don't know why that's really coconut hmm. i don't know why i'm hung up on it it's really bothering me <laughs> hey if you're listening leave a comment down below and just let me know how you got to that specific word that's all I want to know. Thank you. Coconut. That's me saying to tell you to tell me the truth. Not that you would have an incentive to lie about why you use that word. I'm going to need us to move on. <laughs> hey, Alex. Love the podcast. So my secret is, well, I'm in college and recently moved back into the dorm room. And, well, my roommate's hot and obviously he's straight. But his brother came over the other day. Yeah. And, well, Sorry. I hooked up with his brother. And, uh, that's not even the worst part. Uh, I got curious about what my roommate's dick looked like. So, 
oh my God, this is bad. So I, I catfished him. I created a fake profile on one of the dating apps I saw him on and that's, that's that. I killed my curiosity. What? You, you, you can't just, you may have killed your curiosity, but you just birthed mine. You can't say you went through all of that effort to see what his dick looks like and then not tell me. Now I'm, I'm realizing I'm going to actually slow down because I'm asking you to tell me what a probably 19 year old's dick looks like. So, you know what? Don't tell me. I wish you told me without me asking, really. Um, but but you don't need to. No follow-up questions. Um, what the actual fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I just want to say to the secret submitter who from the previous voicemail, comparatively, you're doing great. For our going public segment. Today we will be speaking with the following secret submitter. I have recently moved to a big city compared to where I'm from. With a new city comes new experiences. Being young, cute, and gay, you get a lot of attention. I had older men ask me for sex on gay apps, and I would kindly say no. I had one guy offer to pay, and after some back and forth, and me making a joke he couldn't afford me, I said I would cost $3.50 an hour for my time. He agreed. Long story short, I now work part-time as a sex worker, and I love it. The money is great, and the clients are interesting. It's more of sex therapy than dirty sex. The kink for me is being paid for my time. If you have questions, reach out. Okay. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you on, and I have tons of questions for you. Perfect, ask away. Your first sex working gig was with a man you met on the internet. You joked about being three fifty an hour. Did you have the intention to meet up, or? No, it was he was hitting on me. And um, I just kind of made the joke that he wouldn't be able to afford me. And then he kind of came back and was like, oh, yeah, try me. So he threw out the number 350, and I kind of agreed to it. And then I met him, and then it just kind of went from there. Were you nervous to meet up, and how did it go? Uh, I wasn't overly nervous. I could see his profile picture, so it kind of gave me an idea of what I was getting into. And also being a gay man, you kind of hook up quite a bit anyway. Okay. So it's not necessarily about like the sexual attraction. It was just kind of about hooking up. Uh, but then obviously the money kind of drove it and it was fun. So Is he still a client? Uh, he was for a few times and now we're just kind of having fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So now, he, Which means you no longer charge him when you say now we're just having fun. Yeah, because he, he came back once and said that he didn't want to pay me anymore because I was enjoying it. <laughs> so he was like, it seems like I don't really need to pay you. You're enjoying it. 
So I was kind of like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's valid. Well, are there other clients where you enjoy it, even though you still get paid? I always enjoy it. Interesting. Every experience is a little bit different. Um, But yeah, I don't, the kink for me is kind of getting paid. Okay, so when I first read that, I thought it was really funny and I wanted to ask you about it. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, isn't that kind of everybody? Like, I also, that's my kink too. But I mean, I guess I'm not actually aroused by it. I'm just, it's it's different. So when you're in the room, you're turned on by the nature of the fact that you're getting paid for your time. That's definitely part of it. Um, Most of the guys that I've met have kind of like, like been worshiping me in a certain sense. Mm. So when I'm in the room, it's a lot about them kind of being on me or all over me. So it makes me feel good. Wait, so you're usually the one receiving? Uh, No, I'm the opposite. (laughs) Okay. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) They like to like touch my body or like... I guess I meant receiving energetically. I don't know if this is a weird thing to say to you. Nobody else can see your video, but I just want to say you give an energy like I would worship you too. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me down to LA. (laughs) I'll be your sugar mommy. Um... Okay, well, it sounds like you're actually kind of made for this work. Like, you really enjoy it. Whereas I feel like maybe some people do it and they don't genuinely enjoy it. Right. Do you... And I've been told that by clients. Where you're like, they're like, oh, you actually want to be here unlike other people. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Did you ever, before all of this came to be, did you ever think about doing any type of sex work? Or it just kind of fell into place? Uh, I thought about porn before. Okay. That The idea of that used to turn me on, or does turn me on, I guess I should say. Um, but this was kind of like the first easiest step. It was brought to me. I wasn't really looking for it. Yeah. And then now I'm just kind of going with it. You said that you do it part-time. Does that mean you have another job? I have a full-time job, yeah. What is your I full-time job? What? Oh, my God. I'm guessing none of the people you work with know. No. Uh, there's only, like, four or five people that know. In your whole life. Okay. Yeah. Are they friends, family? Yeah. Um. So I have one family member that I told. She's uh, hip to the trip, as she likes to say. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, she's totally sex positive. Uh, and then my best friends, no. Okay. I know you, maybe you don't want to give your identity away. Can you give me a gist of what your day job is? Yeah. So I work for one of the biggest companies in the world. Mm. And I, uh, how do I say this delicately? I I work in the office. So I just make sure all the paperwork is together and stuff like that. Okay. Would you say it pays well to a point where you don't need to be doing this extra work? Um, It would. But my living situation doesn't allow me to have clients in my home. So I lose out on a lot of sales in that sense. Oh, so are you traveling to where they are? Or are you yeah, like are you meeting in hotels? Hotel. Okay. And or they cover the, the cost. A bathhouse. Yeah. Okay. It's funny, I've like I kind of have heard that sort of um lore about bathhouses, but now I'm you're like, Yep, that's true. It's cheap room. Yeah. So you can get a room for like 50 bucks. 
and go in and do whatever you want and have privacy. Huh. Are most of your clients returning or how often are you getting new customers? Um, so I have a lot that say they're going to return, mm. but it all comes down to like scheduling and timing. So my work shift only allows me to work uh, certain days depending. So it's kind of limited in that sense. Uh, but I do have some returning clients that are looking for the same thing over again. How do you get new clients? So we can post online here. There's a website. So in Canada, prostitution isn't illegal. It's only illegal to buy sex, not sell it. Interesting. So I will get in trouble that John would. Ah, okay. Yeah. Wow, good good for you. That's great. <laughs> so you're Yeah, well it gives me a little bit of sense of security. Yeah, you're never concerned about getting caught. Are you ever concerned about your safety though? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of my clients that I've met have been really nice and sweet and everything. Um but sometimes you get yourself into a situation that you do need to listen to your gut. Have you ever been in a dangerous or uh, no, not really. But I did hook up with a guy last week that wanted to try bondage. Okay. So he tied me up and we did all kinds of stuff. And afterwards, I was like, oh, maybe that wasn't the smartest move. Right. Letting a stranger tie you up. Yeah. It was fun, though. Hey, you made it out and you had a good time. Yeah. I would do it again. On that topic, I'm curious, what is your favorite thing you've done with a client? The bondage was really fun. Um... I had a client that just wanted to cuddle. Aww. So that was, that was easy, $300. It's so pure. Was he, and that's, was he sad? You know, kind of like, it's not that he was sad, but it, he's, he kind of described it like it's control of the situation. Mm. So when he buys a sex worker, it allows him to decide how everything works out. It's not about, like, hooking up with somebody and, like, oh, maybe we're going to have sex. It's like, I'm paying you for your time. This is what I want to do. Okay. Yeah. I honestly, I would pay someone to tickle me, but would you call that sex work? <laughs> I've thought about it I before. Mean, if, if it arouses you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it arouses me. It's calming. Because you can't go to, like, a massage place and have them tickle you. You know what I mean? That's true. So yeah. maybe I do need to hire a sex worker. I'm a really good tickler. Are you? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll let you know if I'm ever in Canada. Okay. Perfect. Have you ever worked with women? Uh, no. Okay. Would you? Yeah, depending on what they were looking for. Okay. Yeah, what, are you, what are your uh, boundaries not, not with women? Mm, it's just been a long time since I've had sex with a woman. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I could. Mm -hmm. probably, I mean, I could, but. Would you want to? That's just it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is the your least favorite thing you've done with the client? Uh, depending on the client, it would be making out. Oh, just because it's like, kind of gross? It's, to me, making out is more intimate okay, than yeah. it would be for sex. So if, they're not, if I'm not into them and they're in my face and stuff, it's just not... That makes a like lot it. of sense, actually. Yeah. How many clients are you seeing a week? Uh, one or two. Do you ever have sleepovers? They... Uh, it's an option, but it costs a lot. How much does a sleepover cost? $1,600. <gasps> wow. So you're, getting eight, you're getting eight to ten hours of my time. Right. Does 
Are you charging per hour or did you charge more based on what they want to do? What's your rate? So I charge like three to three hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Yeah. But if they don't want to have sex, then the rate would be a little bit different. Lower? It would yeah, it would be lower, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if they just want to like the boyfriend experience, mm. just kind of like cuddle or do dinner or whatever, then it's like 150 bucks. How are people more often doing something like the boyfriend experience or something sexual? Every customer, the sexual experience is completely different. It's never about like actual penetration. It's more about like the intimacy of it. But each person has a different view of intimacy. Mm. So like the one guy that I met, he just wanted to cuddle. He just wanted to kiss. It was all about just being in the bed and being close. Versus I had another guy that he just wanted his dick sucked. And he wanted me to come in and pretend to be a doctor. Right. Me too. Sorry. So I don't know why I said like, that. It's all over the place. <laughs> um, do you ever gain feelings for the people that you meet up with? Um, no. But I am dating one of my clients right now. Okay, so yes. <laughs> so I guess so, yeah. So they were initially a client, and then what yeah. What happened? Uh, we just had a really good connection. And then we just started talking, and he kind of asked me if I would ever see a client outside of this venue. And I said I never have, but I would consider it. And then we just started talking, and it went from there. So that's actually a great scenario for you. You don't have to break this news to the person you're dating that you're doing sex work, which might be a difficult conversation. That's just it. And I kind of had that conversation with him. And he didn't really seem to be too bothered by it. He understood that it was my job. His concern was more about like him not being my client and me losing money. Oh, he really cares about but, you. Yeah. yeah, he's sweet. But he's not. So he's not paying anymore. No. Okay. How are you guys in a serious relationship? No, we're just dating at the moment, but things are progressing or whatever. So, Aw, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you said that your clients, you've had interesting clients. Can you tell me more? Yeah. Um, so I had one guy that was just, I don't know. He was, he was a little rough around the edges, just the way he kind of, touched me was a little bit more aggressive mm. it was almost like he owned me oh the way he would like touch my face and my neck and stuff it wasn't like a, a sultry soft touch it was like i don't know it was it was a little bit more aggressive but he didn't see it as aggressive on his side Interesting. so it was a really weird experience and then when it was all done he didn't want to pay me my full amount yeah, i was pissed Oh my god! And did he? Did you get him to? He paid me two fifty, and he was one of my first clients, so I didn't really know how to handle it. So I just kind of took it and left. But I'm—I have a stronger back now, so I know I could handle it. Would you say that was your worst experience? Yeah, he was definitely my worst. Yeah, but every other client that I've had have all been like really great. Do you ever become friends with them? Um, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. But I'm not opposed to it. I mean. <laughs> when you're in these situations, how often are you getting off? I, I, I want to get off every time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes uh, it's probably 50-50. Okay. 
Are you ever just like grossed out by someone though? I haven't had that client yet. Okay. But one of my friends is also a sex worker. So he said the secret to that is to get a prescription for Viagra. Uh, and and <laughs> <Yeah>. what, dissociate? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh my God. Did you meet your friend through doing it or did you just coincidentally know someone that was also a sex worker? Uh, we just met online and then he mentioned to me that that's what he's doing and he kind of got me into it. Okay. He told me how to work the website and how, like, things work and stuff, so... Okay. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a super weird request? Like, any very specific kink, role play? The guy wanted me to be a doctor. Okay. So he had this long script that he wrote up. He wrote it? And he wanted me to... Well, kind of. He, like, wrote out, like, he's like, when you arrive, I want you to knock on the door and then come in and introduce yourself as a doctor or whatever. I almost have a name, but... Uh, and then he wanted me to, like, feel up his leg and, like, brush his penis and then get him to take his pants off so I could see it better, like, the the issue with the leg. And then once I did that, he was like, massage my leg for a bit and then go to the bathroom, get naked, come back into the room and, like, be surprised and then try to talk me down because mm. I'm going to act like I don't want it. Oh my so god! I had to do all that, <laughs> and then go up and like he was like, "Just make sure you keep brushing my penis, and then put it in your mouth." Uh, so I did that, and then ten minutes later, I made my money and left. Wow! I mean, it almost makes your job easier. They tell you exactly what they want, and that's how I always like focus it going in: is give me a rundown of an ideal situation, mm. so I know exactly what you're looking for. I feel like we should all be doing this in our sex lives. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like makes life so much easier. You mentioned that it's a little bit more like sex therapy than dirty sex. What what do you mean by that? Well, like most clients aren't about penetration. It's more about the intimacy. It right. seems like it's it's more of a therapy session for them than it is me. So sometimes the guy just wants to like cuddle and talk and just kind of like have intimacy and closeness in that sense so do you feel like this is something that you want to do for a really long time i enjoy doing it so as long as i keep having good experiences yeah it's amazing to hear from you honestly because i guess i've only heard bad experiences right not personally but through whatever media or we've had people on here that were like sugar babies that had bad experiences, but you seem to just, I don't know. You, you seem to have like a very easy flow. I've had a really good experience with it. Yeah. But I also do charge more than a lot of the other sex workers in the area. Okay. So that's maybe. So the average going rate is about $200 an hour. Okay. I charge up to three fifty. So I don't know, but I feel like that gives me a different list of clientele. Yep, that makes I'm sense. I'm not getting like the rough ones. Yep, that, that makes sense. I like that you know your worth. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Is there anything I didn't ask that you think's notable? Um, no, I think you asked a lot of like the good stuff. Uh, one thing to note, like a sex worker can get sick from eating ass so i don't do that gastrovascular bacterial infection did you learn that the hard way or you just knew 
one of my sex worker friends got really sick. So I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Can you, can you like, is there um, protection for that? If you, Probably. Like an I mean, ass dental not dam? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, even just a dental dam in general would probably work. Yeah. But I just avoid that altogether. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I love this. I'm wondering if people who aren't sex workers, but I feel like they could learn from you, which is like you you get a better experience when you know your worth and ask for it and set boundaries. You have to be able to disconnect the two a little bit as well. What? Because obviously for some people there's a bit more of a connection with sex. So I try to look at sex and relationships as kind of two different things. And I can kind of have one without the other. I see. Which is, I think, somewhat uncommon. Or for me, at least. Yeah, I've had a few people that when they've heard my stories, they're like, oh, do you think I should try? And I was like, it's it's a hard one to say because I've had good experiences so far. Yeah. But I've known people that haven't had great experiences, so... And it sounds like you also kind of have to be, like, built for it. Like, emotionally, you're able to separate the two, which is going to help you, and... Exactly. How well can you assert boundaries is going to be huge, I feel like. Listen to your gut. Listen to your gut. If it doesn't feel right, don't go with it. Yeah. A lot of life lessons in this convo. Thank you for... Yeah, I feel like I'm learning how to run a small business. You are running a small business. <laughs> I just, I think my favorite part is knowing that you just go into the office the next day and like. Duh, 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 duh. Me too. <laughs> You're like Hannah Montana. Yeah, nobody knows my secret. I love it. And that was the worst part about doing this show. It's like, I just want to tell everybody I'm going to be on the pad. <laughs> or pod, I guess I should say, but yeah. Oh, another secret. I know. You can tell your five friends. Yeah, and I reached out to two and I told them that I was going to be doing the pod, but I never told them I was a sex worker. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, sorry. Oh my God, are you going to send them this episode? Yeah, they're my best friends from back home, so I know they don't care. I just thought I had that conversation. That is so funny. This is this will be a good way to come out to some people. Whenever you want to, but you don't want to have the conversation, just send them the link with the time code. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for talking to me. It was really a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Best of luck. I hope you have all more positive experiences and nothing less. If I have any bad ones, I'll write back in. Okay, good. Thank you. And now, for quasi-confessions, I will be revealing your secrets as my own to strangers on Chat Roulette. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You're hol- you got the. Mm-hmm. Go away. Yeah. Wait, what were you gonna say? You're holding your shoulder. Does it hurt? No. <laughs> oh, you're just. That's just how. Oh, okay. Because I was Sorry. gonna say my my cat could help. Who's your? Where's your cat? Uh, cat's over there. But my, I genuinely believe my cat has some sort of magical ability, like healing or whatever. So if if you were okay, bye. <laughs> How are you? What are you doing on here? What's up? What are you doing on here? Singing and talking to people. Singing? Yeah. Oh my God. What if if I tell you something, can you make a song out of what I tell you? Maybe. Possible. Okay, cool. 
I'm going to tell you a secret. And then you have to make it into a song. Okay. One time when I was on my period, I had a huge blood clot in my pad. And I was so dumb and disgusting that I tasted it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One time you had a huge blood clot on your pad on your period and then you were... You were so disgusting that you tasted it. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't a song. Are you just wor- you're working your way there? I am. I am. This is how this is my process. Respect okay. the process, please. Sorry, I'm sorry. I also know that's probably like something you need to process. So, uh, I think so. Um, uh, okay, I got it. Okay. Oh, he left. God, fuck. Oh. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I noticed in your bio it just said that you're looking for a dog mom. Are you dating on here? <laughs> uh, trying to. Yeah. I I am dating too. <laughs> uh, I mean, generally, I. You're a Gemini. Okay. Okay. Awesome. That's... I'm a Scorpio. That's not what you said. No, was I it? was saying I generally. No, 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 no. I'm an Aquarian. Okay. So I was saying that I generally would have a dog picture, but today, like, I don't know what happened. Like, uh, uh, my my account got suspicious activity or whatever, like, you know, and... Uh, oh, I can help you with that. Yeah. You- I mean, whatever, like, I'm done. So... Well, no, I can help so you. at that point, I had to put a... How? Because I have a cat who I really believe has magical abilities. So... I can oh, get her to help. You are so cute. <laughs> you are so cute. I love you. <laughs> What's your name? You love me? Oh my god, it's moving yeah. so quickly. Um, I mean, of course, I I love everybody. I love humans, right? Aww. I mean, I love humans. I love dogs. I love cats. I love pets. That's really right? sweet. Yeah. I love you too. Yeah. Um, my name Thank is Alex, you. but I just I have to warn you if this progresses and we start dating or getting intimate i am participating in no not november even though it's going to be hard for me oh my god (laughs) why why are you laughing (laughs) i mean it escalated quickly (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm one for the truth you know i want to put it all on the table that's good that's good what do you do alec what do i do God, yeah. what don't I do? I'm I'm pretty talented in a lot of different areas, but ever since I realized that my cat has magical abilities, I've been sort of, I mean, I guess like pimping her out, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Can I see your cat? Oh, you're talking about real cat, right? Not the cat, you know. When you say you know, do you mean my pussy cat? Oh my God, I hope not. Please. Well, I mean, I would love to see it, but no. no. <laughs> You'd love but- to see it? Um, well, I think, but nah, no, no, you, know you what? can see it. it There's a little bit of time before November starts, so I can show you it. No, um, it's okay. and also, no, it's okay. My no. both are magical. To, no, that's fine. That's that's fine. I'm not in a place to do anything like that. So, Aww. yeah, You're yeah. Really I had lovely. a long day. You had a long day. I have a long too day. long to look I at my a, pussy. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sometimes that's what people want at the end of a long day, though. You are so cute. I mean, so you do you stream the you stream the live shows? I mean, you stream the chat roulette. Like, are you? Where are, do you stream? It? Are you asking because I have all this equipment? 
Yeah. You know what? Because I really think you're cool. I'm going to tell you maybe I, fuck, maybe I do. <laughs> That's okay. Aw, okay. thanks for <laughs> accepting me. Yeah, I mean, you're a human. We are, I'm a human, right? We do fun things for whatever, right? So We do fun things for yeah. whatever. So, yeah, but I want to ask you, like, this, about this Twitch streaming, like streaming, right? Like, do you make fans and do you make money out of it? Oh, you know, like God. how people donate diamonds and all this stuff. I love you so I know it's much. I, though, I just, this is a question. And then I, and then my family members ask, and then, and then Uber drivers ask, and I don't want to answer. I love you, but I got to go. I can't have a conversation about what I do for a living. Hi. Hey. Hey. Oh my God, women. Yes. yes. <laughs> Finally. Sorry? I just, oh, there's so many dudes on here. I'm relieved to find people of my, you know, gender. Um, we just chill and, and chatting. Uh, sorry, we're from France, so we are not uh, good at English. Okay, I'm not good at French, so oh, we'll okay. try our best. <laughs> I, huh? Yeah. Why, why you have a mic? Oh, um, I like the way it looks. Okay. And and it does it look cool? Like, are you like, she looks cool? Yeah, oh. see, you look cool. I look cool! <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah? I did something once, and I'm too embarrassed to tell any of the people in my life, but since you're strangers, I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever done this? One time I was on my period, and I had a huge blood clot in my pad, and I was so dumb and disgusting that I tasted it. Oh, you did that. No, it's okay, but why you did that? I guess I just was curious what it tasted like. Oh, it's okay. You 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 like uh, Sheldon when when he say they strange, he he do that. So. You're a rare girl with a mic, but it's okay. I'm I'm a weird girl with a mic. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, you're a cool girl with a joint. So get at me. <laughs> you guys really made me feel okay about that. So you've never eaten your own period blood? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm comfortable with because uh, it's my body. Yeah, and it's okay. But I think uh... she was like, "No, we're done here." All right, for today's round of a pause, I'm going to tell you guys about something that I do that is a little witchy. And I do it all year round or whenever I feel it to be necessary. But the only reason I'm sharing it now is because it feels more socially acceptable because it's Halloween time. Uh, it's a, called a burning ceremony. So basically what I'll do is I'll go to the beach. I'll either do this in the sand or I'll do it at home in a container that is uh, fireproof. I write on a piece of paper I am letting go of, and then I write all the things I'm letting go of. I am letting go of the belief that, the fear that, maybe this relationship, this ad addiction, whatever it is. I rip them up, and I like I say them out loud. I'm letting go of blank, fire, let it go. I'm letting go of fire, let it go. Um, and of course, you know this may sound silly to some people, and maybe there's no m magical 
healing that's taking place, but I really think there's a lot of power and intention and setting the time to decide what in your life is not serving you and then doing something symbolic in in terms of letting it go. And then you can do whatever you want to dress the ceremony. Like sometimes I'll light candles or I'll meditate beforehand or put out crystals, even though I don't know shit about crystals. I just think they're pretty. So I, so I put them out. Um, it's something I really love doing and I've done it uh, many a times. And I'm going to share one experience that I had that was where there was a tangible outcome to the ceremony. I, it was the middle of the pandemic. I was feeling insecure about YouTube and my job. And I did this whole ceremony where I was, I'm letting go of the attachment to success and letting go of the belief that I won't be whatever. Um, and then two days later, a video of mine, an old Uber video, which I was no longer able to film during the pandemic because of masks, um, went viral on TikTok and then it gave me the idea to repurpose my old content during the pandemic and that turned into a whole other thing. So I think sometimes when we are clogged up with all this stuff that we need to let go of, we don't see new avenues as clearly. There are other times I did the ceremony and, and, and it helped in less tangible ways, but I think it's a really fun activity to do by yourself or with friends. I think it's powerful. I it's I like doing it on a full moon. Feels extra witchy. So let me know if you'd give it a try and come back here and tell me if, uh, if it felt, feels like it did anything. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, you're only as sick as your secrets, so send them to me. Go to speakpipe.com slash revealingyoursecrets to leave a voicemail or fill out the anonymous submission form at the bottom of my show notes. Today's episode of Revealing Your Secrets is a production by Cast Media. I'm your host, Alex Weiss. My producers are Eddie Montalvo and Katie Kurtwright. My associate producer is Brandon Klein. My executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. My editor is Bobby Semmelsberger. My technical engineer is Dustin Park and design and animations by Jeff Schweikart. I'll see you next time. Yes.